Hi, I'm Victor. And I'm Allegra. And we want to welcome you to Simply Investing. We're two mates in our 20s who have learned a thing or two in our young careers. Definitely from making lots of mistakes. And our mission is to simplify investing and give you the knowledge and confidence to kickstart your investment journey. Before we start, a quick reminder that nothing we say is financial advice. Rather, for educational purposes only. We are not financial advisors and everybody should invest according to their own circumstances. Cool. Welcome back to another episode at Simply Investing Podcast. In today's episode, what we want to cover off is uh, something that's cryptocurrency related, um, digital assets related, and something that a lot of our viewers have requested, and that is non-fungible tokens. So NFTs, right, is the colloquial or the cool kids way to call it, but um, non-fungible token is what NFT stands for. And I guess what we want to talk about is, you know, to begin, like what the heck is an NFT, Allegra? Right. Um, Yeah, so I guess, as you said, NFT stands for non-fungible token. Um, And I guess generally at a high level, it's built using the same kind of programming as cryptocurrency, like, you know, your Bitcoin or your ETH. but that's kind of where I guess the similarity ends. Yeah. Um, so physical money and cryptocurrencies, I guess, are classified as fungible. What does um, that mean? So it basically means that they can be traded or exchanged for one another. Okay. They're also equal in value. So one dollar is always worth another dollar. Yep. You know, one Bitcoin is always equal to another Bitcoin, so on. Yep. Um, and I guess crypto's fungibility makes it a trusted means of conducting transactions on the blockchain. Okay. So that's like what fungible means. Right. And what fungibility is. Yeah. So I guess, you know, that kind of leads us to why NFTs are different. Yep. Um, you know, basically each NFT has a digital signature um, and that makes it impossible for NFTs to be exchanged for or equal um, to one another. Yep. Um, and that's, you know, hence why they're called non-fungible tokens. Okay. Uh-huh. You know. For example, let's take, you know, um, an NBA top shot clip. So basically what this is, right? They use the Flow blockchain. I only know this because I love basketball and I love the NBA. But basically what they started to do, Allegra, was they um, like clipped like video clips of like NBA players performing dunks and stuff and oh cool. Seriously, they listen. Are you kidding? No, I'm being serious. They perf- they clipped like you know NBA players doing cool stuff, and each clip has like a code attached to it, like to make it like a unique owner. So you can buy oh, these okay. clips. You're buying video. Of like Trey Young doing a dunk. Trey Young doesn't really dunk, to be fair, but uh, yeah, three pointer. He's a very good three point shooter. But you're like buying that clip, and they're like, you can buy an amethyst level, a diamond level, a bronze level, a gold level. I know, dude, this is where our society's at. Um, But that's like one application of the NFT technology because if you're like a gold three owner of like a LeBron dunking, then you're like the sole owner, Allegra, of that clip. Right, and I guess, you know, in terms of the um, non-fungible element of that, basically one of those NBA top shot clips is not necessarily worth the value of another. So, for example, your LeBron James gold standard clip could be worth, let's say, one mil, um, whereas let's just say your Trey Young three-pointer is only worth 200,000, whatever it is, right? Um, Basically, what we're trying to get at is that's kind of – you know, at a high level, how NFTs are different to cryptos um, yep. is that 
cryptos are fungible, NFTs are not fungible. Um, but I guess, you know, as I mentioned earlier, NFTs kind of, you know, are related to cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies is the fact that without blockchain technology, there is no NFT. So what I mean by that is the blockchain allows for certain transactions to be unique and certain owners to be identified through code, right? And basically NFTs exist on a blockchain. So for example, that NBA Top Shots, Top Shots clips? Top Shot clip, yeah. Anyway, like those, twister, yeah. those video clips of NBA players doing cool stuff, they exist on the Flow blockchain. And okay. Flow is like a software company developer, whatever, and they have the blockchain. So they exist on the blockchain, which is ultimately a distributed public ledger that records transactions. Look, we've probably talked about this already in our series on uh, digital assets to begin with, so I'm not going to rehash. However, if you would like to kind of learn more about that, please go back a couple of episodes. Yep, to our um, basic series. Yep, yeah, and, you know, take a listen to that because it'll really give you kind of fundamental and basic knowledge on how crypto works, yeah. which will... Because you're not really going to understand NFTs without knowing... Crypto, yeah. ...to begin with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they all, you know, all NFTs are basically hosted on the blockchain, different ones like Ethereum, you know, yeah. this one, the NBA one's on Flow, which is a private one kind of. But, um, yeah, so they're non-fungible, which means that they're, like you mentioned, like different things are worth different... And I'll take this as an example, right? Tell like, me. board ape number oh, 652 yeah. is not going to be worth the same as board ape number 380. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they look different, but anyway, like you know, they're just not. They're just different. They're yeah. Good, even though they're just pictures of gorillas, but you know what I mean. Pictures of gorillas. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So just to kick on, um, basically most NFTs at this point in time, and you know the crypto game is changing ever so quickly. Um, most NFTs are typically held on the Ethereum blockchain, i.e., the world computer. Um, although, like we mentioned, uh, with the NBA Top Shots clips. Um, they're hosted on the Flow blockchain, which is a different blockchain. So there are other ones, but most of your NFT is traded through the Ether blockchain. Right. So I guess, you know, we've kind of discussed what an NFT is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if we get into actually... Like what it is. In a, in a practical example, yeah. um, basically an NFT is created or minted from digital objects that represent both tangible and intangible items. Okay. So, you know, an example of this could be graphic art, yep. um, a Giphy. Yep. Um, videos and sports highlights yep. like your NBA top shot clips, yep. um, collectibles, um, you Jeez. know, music, virtual avatars, um, video game skins, you know, there's an endless list, um, of digital objects or, you know, NFTs that exist. Um, but I guess essentially an NFT is like a physical collector's items. Um, but it's, it's digital. So, you know, instead of getting an actual painting um, to hang on the wall, the buyer is getting, you know, a piece of digital art instead. So this is the thing I don't get with NFTs. Um, you know, yes, you're like the exclusive owner, right? You get exclusive ownership rights. Um, and as you, you know, are going to touch on, NFTs only have one owner at a time. Um, and because they're on the blockchain, um, it makes it easier to, it makes it I was going to say it makes it easy to verify ownership, but you can like know exactly who owns what because it's on the blockchain. Um, the creator can also, you know, store specific information in the NFT's metadata. Um, so, you know, an artist um, can kind of sign their artwork. But here's my thing to you, Allegra, right? If I buy a picture of a gorilla on the internet for a million dollars, what stops you from just taking a screenshot and like putting it as your wallpaper? 
You know what I mean? Compared to art, where if yes, I buy a physical art, yeah. piece of art and hang it in my house, you can't see it. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't get with NFTs and what the hype around it is. But, hey, maybe I'm an old soul, but, you know, it's a big and a very popularly growing market. But that's kind of the thing I'm a bit confused about. Yeah. Honest. And, I mean, you know, it's worth kind of noting that NFTs have been around since 2014. Yeah. So, they're not actually like a recent or new thing. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, that's similar to cryptos. They've been around since you'd be able to tell me the year. But yeah. a lot longer than, yeah, 2022. So, yeah. I mean... I think it's just kind of in recent times, um, NFTs have really come to the forefront um, of the market or even, you know, started to be considered an investment option. And I think the value of NFTs last year was about $21 billion, which... Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's actually the same value as um, the global fine art market. So, I mean, there's definitely, I think, a place for them in, you know, the current society or the, you know, among investors. But I'm kind of with you on that. I don't entirely understand them but i think that the whole ownership of an nft goes deeper so it's not just about kind of owning that nft know now that a lot of projects when you mint an nft you get like a physical reward for example so maybe you'll mint an nft and you'll get um i don't know like some sort of token or something like no something physical so like you'll mint an nft and maybe someone will be like oh that entitles you to you know a book right Okay. Or something. So that will get physically sent out to you. But I think it goes deeper. And I know, you know, a lot of people don't look at this, but it's a key thing when you look at NFT, you should always support projects or artists or causes that, you know. Resonate with you, right? Correct. So okay. that when you buy an NFT, you know, you obviously, yeah, you're buying the digital art that you're the sole owner of and can't be transferred unless, you know, you sell the NFT, yada, 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 all the rest of it. But I guess, yeah. you know, the underlying thing is that you're actually like supporting a project. So I know that, um, I think World of Women was one. Yeah, World of Women's one, Women and Weapons. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole range of different NFT projects that have underlying causes or yeah. underlying, um, you know, purposes, which I think is why when you pick an NFT project, it's good to, you know, support an artist that you resonate with or support a cause you resonate with. Um, but I would probably say that's only a small percentage of people who actually buy NFTs. I think that a lot of people kind of just... Just buy gorilla pictures. Think it's cool, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it's kind of also worth noting that NFTs aren't like a recent thing. As no. in, they've been around since um, 2014. And so it's similar to crypto. I know that the crypto market is now, you know, at the forefront of a lot of investors' minds. Yeah. And it's really kind of... I mean, Bitcoin came out in 2009. Exactly. Ethereum was built in, you know, 2010. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something that's been around for years. It's not a recent thing. And yeah. I guess, um, you know, in 2021 alone, the NFT market was worth um, $41 billion. Wow, um, that's a lot. Yeah, so it's now actually the total value of the entire global fine art market. Yeah, so look, I think that in itself is telling us that it's definitely getting a lot more popular, isn't it, yeah. in recent years? Um, but hey, let's say I'm a you know budding young investor and I really support this project that I found online and I want to buy an NFT Allegra. How do I do that? Yeah. So I guess, you know, before you actually hop into one of the NFT trading platforms and buy okay. an NFT, 
um, you need to actually get a digital wallet that allows you to store NFTs and crypto. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I mean, we talk about this in the crypto episodes, platforms you can use, all the yeah. rest of it. Um, and, you know, obviously when you purchase an NFT, you purchase that using um, generally it's Ethereum. Yep. Um, so, you know, you'll need to open this wallet, you know, once you've done all the verification, all the rest of it, um, you'll need to purchase cryptos like um, Ethereum. Yeah. Um, depending on what currency your NFT provider accepts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once you've done this, you'll then be able to move um, from the crypto exchange or your crypto wallet of choice yep. um, across to um, the NFT trading platform yep. that you've Which chosen. Which we will touch on, right? Yeah. Three big ones. Yep. Um, but, yeah, continue on. Yeah, so pretty much that's all you do. And then, you know, oh, you'll okay. log into your <laughs> NFT trading platform. Um, and we'll touch on a few of those in a second. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you put in basically the price or you purchase whatever NFT you're looking yeah. at. Um, you make a bid and if the bid's accepted and you're successful, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, now absolutely. Great. Uh, couldn't be more excited. No, but look, I think, you know, there's no secret. I've dabbled in the NFT space before and I own a couple of just funny art. I funny pieces don't. of art. But, but yeah, I do know, you know, like when you... Some NFT projects are obviously a lot more expensive than others. And it's worth yeah. noting that there's, you know, millions of projects that so you can many. purchase. And we'll talk about kind of the risks of NFTs. But, um, you know, some projects are crazy. Like, you'll, how much do the Bored Apes go for now? I think they're a couple of hundred thousand, if not a couple of million. I think wow. as well with a lot of this stuff, right, because the crypto space is um, touted to be decentralized and, you know, not controlled by a government or any entity, like... I have a friend who actually makes NFTs um, and you hear these stories on TikTok and whatever of a 17-year-old kid has just minted an NFT that oh, sold yeah. for $20,000. That guy that's like a 15-year-old that made like weird whales or something. Yeah. made like millions. And then I'm just sitting here going, great, I'm an accountant. Um, no, <laughs> but like, you know, let's touch on some of the biggest um, NFT trading platforms and, you know, we'll probably have missed some in our conversations, but look, this is a safe bet, um, OpenSea, right? Yeah. So, I the mean, biggest I think- one. You I've hear, used it. Yeah. It services a lot of the different blockchains. It's simple to use. It's the go-to and the OG, I would say. Yeah. And I mean, I guess OpenSea is um, good in the sense that all you need to do to get started is create an account to browse NFT collections. And yeah. you can also sort through pieces by sales volumes. And that, you know, helps you discover new artists. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yep. So another one is Rarible. Um yep. Quite similar to OpenSea, um, Rarible is a democratic open marketplace that allows artists and creators to issue and sell NFTs. Yep. Um, same as OpenSea, you just kind of need to create a um, account, an account, right? yeah, to start, you know, looking through the platform. Yep. Um, and I guess um, tokens issued on the platform enable holders to weigh in on features like fees and, you know, yep. community rules and all the rest of it. Yeah, so you become a part of the... I guess, platform, I guess, in a way, if you use that token. Part of an NFT community. Yeah. Well, it's a powerful thing. Um, yeah, okay. And then, you know, a third one is foundation, um, which is slightly different. So as an artist, you need to receive upvotes um, or basically an invitation from fellow creators to post your art. Wow. Um, yeah. So the fact that the community is quite exclusive and the cost of entry um, is slightly higher, as in artists must purchase gas to mint NFTs. Yes. Um, it basically means that it will boast or hold higher caliber artwork. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think an example of this is Nine Cat yeah. um, creator Chris Torres sold the NFT on the foundation platform. Wow. Um, 
so yeah, that's just an example of you that know, thing has been out for years. I remember seeing that thing as a teenager. The really? Cat. Yeah, the, isn't that the little cat that is like floating through space and like leaving oh, a trail yeah, of yeah. rainbow? Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's not really a bad thing. It means probably higher price for artists and collectors. Um, you know, who are seeking obviously to capitalize on NFTs. Um, but that, you know, also is under the assumption that the demand for NFTs remains, you know, at current levels or increases over time. Yeah, it just seems like it's like more of an exclusive, you know, cool club to join to like, you know, where the artists are like probably higher, quote unquote, higher quality or, you know, they only get invited to join. But um, no, absolutely. I think those are really, really good um, ways you can onboard and buy yourself some NFTs as well um, for our Aussie friends. Uh, I think Coinspot, which is an exchange uh, both you and I use, Allegra, um, they've recently opened up an NFT marketplace. Wow. So certain centralized exchanges will um, enable you to purchase and sell NFTs if they have a marketplace open. But this definitely depends on which exchange you use. I'm sure something like a, and I may be wrong here, like a Coinbase will have an NFT marketplace because they're the biggest crypto exchange. Um, maybe not, but... I know Coinspot definitely started to allow their users um, to trade NFTs. And it's, you know, like I said, for our Aussie users, it's mainly based in Australia. So if you're listening from any part of the world, like I think it's a bit, you know, unfortunate, but you can go through and open see a variable or a foundation or um, any other one of these NFT trading platforms. And get amongst it. And buy yourself a picture of a pixelated gorilla for $600,000. Why not? I can think of many reasons why not. But <laughs> yeah. But I guess, you know, we'll just... We don't hate NFT. No, uh, I, I'm not against NFT. And I mean, if we just quickly touch on some of the benefits, because I think there are some great benefits of buying NFTs like any other investment option. And then, you know, we'll go to risks because I personally think that the risk of owning an NFT outweighs the benefit. Yeah. But I mean, you know, quickly some benefits, um, you know, NFTs or the NFT market is obviously, you know, dominated... I guess, you know, the investment world for quite some time now is in, you know, a few months. Right, pause. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, as part of that, I guess, you know, when crypto's at the forefront of investors' minds, whatever it is, you know, more people are investing in it. There's a greater demand for it. Yeah. You know, you've got the potential of making money. So if the NFT market continues on the same trajectory as it is now, there is potential for people to yeah, start it's like money. It's like growing fast and it's uh, you're catching the uptrend. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, on that we'd all be denying it if we said that the digital market or, you know, the way that the world is moving, we're all becoming more digital. So I don't know if that's a good thing, but anyway, separate topic. Yeah. This. And I mean, I think that there are greater uses for NFTs. For example, I think Gary Vee is kind of like, you know, an investor, a motivational speaker, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people kind of discuss the whole notional concept that NFTs will, I guess, kind of have like a more useful place in society so for yep. example um you know for example you buy a movie ticket your movie ticket could be in the form of, of an nft yes um and that's how you know movie tickets or concert tickets or sports tickets could be sold yeah i think as well like you know and you're big into this right with property right how do you know a property is yours you've got a title deed or whatever if mm -hmm. you digitize that whole space right and give everybody a unique code um so that you know basically your tangible property your house is an nft or is backed by, right, um, you know, it was built on the blockchain. Um, Wouldn't you know, that be cool, right, if, for example, instead of using real estate agents and stuff, you know, you had like a platform like a realestate.com, whatever, 
Um, and basically, like, you could list your own property and it was kind of like an NFT thing and you could... It could very much, like, could happen. Ha- like head in that direction. This is why people are so big on the... NFTs are built on top of blockchain and blockchain is basically, like, the immutable record. You can't change it. Remember, NFT adds that next level of, like, uniquely, this is Allegra's house. You know mm. what I mean? And it's then, my house. Yeah, and then if you, like, you know, Allegra puts her house up for sale and then, like, I'm a buyer and I log in and, like, oh, look at this. I can, you know trade it there and then but that's definitely like an application of technology that hasn't yeah. yet come into play right now we're still on the gorilla pictures yeah and i mean you know on that i guess a benefit with the gorilla pictures i mean i guess to some sell them to me yeah i guess it, mm. it it lets you be part of a community a wider community um they're kind of cool i guess if you're into that kind of digital yeah. art scene or um and i guess the last thing is like we said you know there are some projects out there that i think the creators have a greater cause or yeah. the actual NFT project itself, um, you know, has been done for the greater good and it gives you the opportunity to kind of back some of those causes yeah. whilst also having opportunity to capitalize off that and make money. Yeah, I think it's like a fundraising, almost crowdsourcing type thing and you can apply yeah. the NFT technology to that. I think, um, you know, when Russia invaded Ukraine, which was quite recent, and I think the Ukraine... Government said they were going to hand out NFTs or, or auction off NFTs to help, um, you know, pay for the war effort mm-hmm. um, in Ukraine, which I think was quite cool. Um, you know, you can get yeah. an NFT of the Ukrainian flag or something. Um, I don't think it ended up happening ultimately, but that's another application of, you know, what NFTs, you know, can, can do. do. But, um, you know, like I said, I probably sound like a hater of NFTs, which I'm not because I own a couple right? And I've played in that space for a couple of years now. I just think it's a bit of fun and it's a bit of, right now, the technology hasn't probably... Progressed enough. Yeah, to where yeah. it needs to get to in terms of changing the world by attaching digital identification to, you know, different, you know, uses. But, you know, we've still got those gorilla pictures and I've got a couple of gorillas under my belt. But um, let's talk about the other side of the coin, which is uh, there are inherent risks of owning, investing, purchasing NFTs, um, like with any other asset, right? Right. Um, So I guess, yeah, you know, like, although, you know, there are platforms that are probably safer, like your OpenSea and all the rest of it are more legitimate, um, you know, there are also other platforms um, that, you know, probably aren't as safe. But then I guess also on some of these platforms, there's NFT creators and collectors that I guess are impersonators, um, oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, there's been cases of um, artists falling victim to impersonators who have listed and sold their work without actually being that artist. Gosh, I don't think this is the same thing, but I read an article somewhere or saw a meme or whatever. Somebody sold one of their board apes or a I really, really like highly like, valued. They forgot to put an extra for- zero. Yeah, they oh forgot to put. Yeah. So instead it's of like. 35,000, it was meant to be like 350,000. Exactly. And, and, and imagine you can't doing do anything. And then, but once it's gone through, it's like, well, you've put the transaction through. You can't reverse right. it. That's what blockchains do. They're like, hey, this yeah. happened. Imagine the guy that bought it. You'd be like cheering. You'd be so happy, hey. Just made 300 grand. Oh, gosh. But anyway, you know. Wasn't me. Um, that kind of is a risk. And I guess, yeah. you know, the biggest risk I want to highlight is that NFTs are risky because obviously their future is uncertain. Um, we don't have a lot of history on their performance. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess, you know, to tread cautiously. So I guess NFTs are new. We don't kind of know what their future value is. They don't actually have an inherent value. That's the thing. There's no intrinsic, like, value. No, but I guess the only difference is crypt- crypto, you know, one Bitcoin will always be one vi- Bitcoin. 
Yes. Whereas one NFT will not always be, you know, worth what it's worth. That's a good point. Yeah. It's like, as with most new things, you just got to wait and see what happens with, you know, the market. It's, you know, as we say, NFTs are so new. Um, for me personally, I've only invested small amounts in them. I haven't gone and bought and bet the house on a board ape. But no. I think, you know, it's good to actually, you know, maybe this is a benefit, but it can diversify your portfolio in some ways. Um, but absolutely. Um, and I guess, yeah, you know, kind of the next one as well, you know, is like we said, there's no inherent value of an NFT. So, you know, be careful. There's been, you know, situations where obviously you buy an NFT, there's no guarantee that it will perform. So, you know, you could buy an NFT for say one Ethereum. Okay, just on that point, right? Mm. So, you know, Jack Dorsey, who's the founder of Twitter, yeah. um, he sold his first ever tweet as an NFT to oh. some person. Yeah. And the person bought it for $2 million, wow. I think a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that person has just resold it recently. And guess how much he sold it for? $4 million. No, thirty-five grand. Oh, that's horrible. I know. It's a bit sad, isn't it? But Is that because... Elon Musk bought Twitter or something. I was just there's no value in it. Why would you buy I'm not sure. first? Exactly. Ex- exactly. Like you mentioned, NFTs are only like the value of an NFT is based entirely on what someone else is willing to pay for it. And I guess nobody really wanted a tweet from Jack Dorsey in two thousand and nine yeah. saying, I can't even know what he says, like, hi, I'm here or something. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, and I guess, you know, like risque. There's gotta be demand for it. So And there wasn't know, for that. So. Yeah. You can get less for Less than what you paid for it if no one actually wants to buy your NFT. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that kind of brings me on to my next point is that a lot of the time the value of NFTs um, is kind of propped up um, or based on, you know, how much money an NFT creator has. So, for example, you know, if you've got someone launching an NFT project and they've got all these celebrities and all the rest of it oh, really pushing it, it and hyping it on Instagram. Um, you might get kind of sucked into the whole fact that this is some cool project, but it's also worth noting that maybe people aren't actually buying it. And these NFT project creators just have a lot of money and have paid celebrities and stuff to kind of push the NFT and endorse it. Um, but really it's not. Yeah. It sounds like a bit of a pump and dump scheme. It sounds like a rug pull. Yeah. This is the wild, wild west of cryptos. Like in our Mm -hmm. digital assets episode, we were like, take it slow, buy some Bitcoin, just you know, focus on what you know. This is getting more towards the, uh, like, you know, you got to really educate yourself on what you're doing before yeah. you invest because there's a lot of risks. There could be uh, space for lots of, you know, gains, but, um, yeah. But then I guess my biggest advice um, would be two things, you know. I think like any other asset class, invest, only invest money that you're willing to lose. And I think that's kind of, I want to put more emphasis on that in the NFT space. Yeah, 100%. Um, I would probably go into it with the mindset that I could lose all most the likely lose all this money. Um, so, yeah, only invest what you're willing to lose. Um, and I guess secondly is with anything, with when you pick a stock, when you pick, you know, crypto to buy, understand, I guess, in the sense of NFTs, understand the technology, understand why you're buying it, but then also research the project. So, you know, I would probably invest in an NFT that, backs an artist or backs a project that kind of has some greater good or greater cause to it rather than, you know, buying a weird whale. Yeah. Because um, then you at least... You probably couldn't afford a weird whale, to be fair. I, I couldn't. But I guess, you know, at least then, you know, you're backing a project that has, yeah. you know, benefit 
to society. So it's not even if you lose your money, at least, you know, you've done yeah. some greater good for the world. I guess it's one of them ones where, like we say, you know, and it applies to all of our episodes and just all of the content that we put out generally, like do your own research, know what you're mm. getting yourself into, know what the artist, you know, know who the artist is, sorry, um, know what the project is about, um, know the tokenomics, know, you know, how many, you know, copies of the NFT, you know, is out there or how many copies of, you know, the ultimate project there are um, out there and all those kind of factors. And I guess, you know, like, you know, you mentioned, don't invest more than you're willing to lose. So I think, you know, that rounds out our discussion on non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this is obviously something different from what we've kind of recorded in the past, new kind of asset class we're doubling into. So if you want to hear more about NFTs um, or there's something specific that you want us to speak on when it comes to NFTs, um, yeah, you can reach us um, on Instagram and Facebook at Simply Investing Podcast. Send us a DM and we'll get back to you. Awesome.